Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 14 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. Uh, today on the agenda, we have some news, of course. Um, there was the new Direct that got released recently that I haven't had a chance to talk about yet. Uh, that happened the, mon- the, 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 the day after last episode was released, which always happens. Um, and then we have, so we have that to talk about, and then we have some more, uh, today's quote-unquote topic, uh, is just going to be the, um, just more stuff about, uh, Unova and Pokemon Go. I figured because last episode was more of, like, a, just, like, a a silly episode because of, um, it was with my friends, and, you know, we, we had a good time. Uh, now I can talk about it a little bit more seriously, uh, without having without having people around not that it was um you know not that it was it was it was bad i'm just saying it, it, it had less of a, of a personal touch because of uh, you know the fact that my friends were there but uh we do have it to talk about today and um i would like to say i didn't get to talk about this last episode because um i was in my friend's dorm uh, but I am in college now. I think I did talk about it uh, a little bit, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about it uh, right now. I am in my friend's dorm uh, right now, but or not in my friend's dorm. I am in my own dorm right now in college. I am back into college, um, and we and I, I can. Uh, I, so it's a different area. It's a different place. Um, things might sound a little different. Things might uh, you know be a little bit different. Um, in terms of like you know the the, the spacious area so my the, the, my sound it might sound a little bit different you might hear a little bit more background noise or a little bit less background noise i'm not 100 sure yet i haven't really compared the two um but i'm just letting you know that it is that is that is a thing that is happening um so expect a little bit of change uh but that's not really going to change anything with the production of the of the podcast or anything like that it just it's going to be the same um it's just that i'm in a new area and things are a little bit different um, so, we do have um, some things to talk about today. Uh, first, I'm just going to hop right into our first segment of the day, which is Ravunity Day. And finally, 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 I can actually talk about things with Pokemon Go personally. Uh, like I said last episode, I, you know, um, I'm finally back in college. I have a chance to actually play Pokemon Go. I have a chance to finally, like, actually find Pokemon and spin Pokestops and do things instead of just, you know, <laughs> being in the middle of, of gosh darn nowhere and not having any anything to do uh, with Pokemon Go. So, uh, oops, sorry about that. <laughs> I dropped my phone. Um, I am going to open Pokemon Go right now just because uh, we are going over what I found in Community Day, uh, the community that just happened. Uh, this weekend, and it was the Turtwig Community Day. Uh, the Turtwig Community Day, you could find Turtwigs around. There was three times, I believe, Stardust. The Turtwigs that you caught have um, Frenzy Plant. Yeah, Frenzy Plant. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I only got one shiny Turtwig, which I evolved into a Torterra, which is cool. I like Torterra. Torterra's cool. Um, I really, really like Torterra. Um, one of my favorite starters, certainly. It's shiny's okay. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to Torterra's, uh, you know, random Pokemon of the week. But um, it, it's cool. It looks cool. It's it's really sad because it's only, it's a very, very low CP. Uh, the Turtwig I found is only, like, 80 CP. And when I evolved it, when I fully evolved it into a, into a Torterra, it's only 355 CP. So it's not really, uh, a, you know, it's not really a, a Torterra that I'm going to be using all that much. 
um, because it's not very good because it's like 400 CP, not even. Uh, but it's cool to have. I, I like collecting things in Pokemon Go more than I do uh, trying to get Pokemon that are good for battling. I don't really care about EVs or anything, which is surprising because normally I do care about competitiveness in games, in Pokemon games specifically. But for Pokemon Go, I like the collection aspect. Um, I'm trying to collect every Pokemon, get every Pokemon for the Pokedex, all that kind of stuff. Um, I went out this weekend with my friend uh, on sad on Sunday um, to film my short film. Or not short, yeah, my short film. It's an experimental film. It's a short film. It was really short. It was only like three minutes long. Uh, but it was a short film for one of my classes um, this semester. And we were out all day um you know uh filming and stuff and we met up actually like about 11 o'clock when the when the community day actually happened so we we had a chance to catch a lot of pokemon uh immediately there was like we were surrounded by turtwig and both of us uh both me and her found a shiny turtwig each so yeah uh, i hope that all of you had a good uh review uh, day i hope you all had a good community day uh, a turtwig community day uh, i believe it's the last one. It's the last of, of the, um, it's not, it's not the last of the, um, the Sinnoh starters. It's the first of the Sinnoh starters. I, my, my, my mistake. Um, it's, you know, we, we don't have any more, um, Hoenn starters, but the Sinnoh starters are next. Um, presumably, uh, usually the water one is last. So probably, um, typical, uh, typic, what am I talking about? Shimchar. I have Gen 5 on the mind. Uh, Chimchar will be next. And then Piplup, if I remember correctly. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm almost certain that it's uh, that Chimchar is next. Uh, so we have um, some more news to talk about before we get into the, the beef of today's uh, episode, which um, is... There's actually quite a lot of news today. Um, so getting a few of the smaller ones out of the way before we talk about the big stuff, uh, there are new uh, shiny... And I don't mean shiny like shiny Pokemon, but shiny um, like um, shiny cards <laughs> are coming to, um, to TCG Hidden Fates. Uh, there, is, there is a shiny Charizard uh, GX card. It's like a holographic. It looks very good. I'm looking at it right now. You can find it on the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon Twitter. Um which I think is, it's, it looks really cool. I mean, I love shiny Charizard. It's black. Who doesn't like shiny Charizard? Um, but there's a shiny Charizard GX. There is a holographic uh, Guzma support card, which it looks really, really cool. I really like his the art style for this one. Uh, there is a Jesse and James supporter, which is also holographic. And there is a, something I really, really like. Uh, as we know, there are the supporter Pokemon, which are two Pokemon together. Uh, it's sort of the gimmick for the newest um you know, for the newest card pack, but this, uh, this time, there is Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno. There's three of them. I'm not sure if that's the first time this has happened, but it's the first time that I am aware of it happening. Um, so there is, uh, three Pokemon together. They have 300 HP altogether, which is insane. Um, and they have an attack called Trinity Burn, which is cool. <laughs> really, really cool. Uh, yeah, so there is the Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno, uh, GX supporter card or not supporter card. It's not a supporter. It's just a, it's just a card, but, uh, it's cool. I like it. Um, that's pretty much the only, um, the only Pokemon trading card game news we have for today. Um, there is, yeah, there, okay. So I'm looking at it right now. There is a Pikachu Funko card, Funko card, Funko, Funko pop 
figure coming. And I'm a fan of this because I have the Bulbasaur one, and I would like to collect it. Uh, I haven't had a chance to get a... Um, uh, I haven't had a chance to get a, a Charmander one yet. I know Charmander was being released, but I haven't had a chance to get it yet. Um, but there is uh, a Pikachu one coming, and you guys know how much I love Pikachu. I have, I have right next to me. I have a little shrine dedicated to Pikachu. There's a Pikachu keychain. There's a Pikachu amiibo, and I have a Pikachu like poster, which is like the female Pikachu on a pink background just like right next to me i'm touching it right now it's my it's my quote-unquote little pikachu shrine that i have next to my my recording setup uh <laughs> and also i main pikachu in smash ultimate i have a P I bought a pikachu controller recently um yeah i love pikachu who doesn't love pikachu who who is a pokemon fan and doesn't like pikachu i love pikachu um but uh yeah pikachu funko pop i'm very excited about this like really 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 excited um Speaking of Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu is now on, um, is now out for release in the UK, Europe, and also um, pretty pretty much everywhere else. Actually, uh, this is kind of an old, an old news article from Serebi, but um, Detective Pikachu is available in DVD, Blu-ray, 3D Blu-ray, 4K Ultra HD, and 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray <laughs> together, I guess. Uh, but uh, there's also the Blu-ray and Detective Pikachu Plus bundle. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is coming from Cerebi. Again, thank you, Cerebi. I thank Cerebi every single time. Uh, I take stuff off Cerebi. I don't want to discredit Cerebi. Most of my news comes from Cerebi. Uh, some of it comes from the Pokemon Twitter um, and the Pokemon Go Twitter. Uh, most of it comes from Cerebi, though, which I'm thankful for. Uh, thank, thank you to Cerebi for, you know, I don't necessarily like to copy uh, Cerebi stuff, but I do like to, you know, I, I just review, I talk about the news that has been coming out. It's kind of hard not to, uh, you know, copy news because like news is news. <laughs> there's information about the news and there's nothing else to it. Uh, but yeah, I, I try to get my own little spin on it. Um, next in the news, speaking of news, there is, uh, a Pumpkaboo figure, um, which is, a, it's considered a Funko, but it's not, it's not like a Funko Pop. It's just like a, um, it's a, it's coming to the Pokemon Center and it's a Pumpkaboo figure. Uh, there's Pikachu in the little pile of leaves. Uh, you know, it's fall, Halloween, all that stuff. Uh, it's really cute. Uh, go check it out. It's called, uh, the Pokemon Twitter says Pumpkaboo, we see you, which is adorable. Uh, you can check it out on the Pokemon Twitter or on Serapy or whatever. Just look up like Pumpkaboo Funko and it'll probably appear. Um, so... Uh, I know I don't normally talk about the Pokemon anime, but if you haven't heard, uh, Ash Ketchum, <laughs> I don't know why I distinguish the fact that his last name is Ketchum, everybody knows who Ash Ketchum is, uh, has won the Pokemon League for the first time. Uh, no spoilers, sorry, well, sorry about the spoiler, uh, I'm sure you've heard of it already, if not, I'm sorry, uh, but Ash Ketchum has won the Alola Pokemon League for the first time. In the entire history of the Pokemon anime, Ash has never won in a Pokemon League, and he finally did, and I'm happy for him. Um, I haven't watched it. I don't watch the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime. I should. I want to, but I just don't. Um, but yeah, I, I figured it would be worth mentioning because it's it's a big thing. I mean, Ash, for the first time, he won the Pokemon League. It's That's insane. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy for him. 
So the last of the kind of miscellaneous news, uh, this is very slight. <laughs> this isn't really even really something that we could, it's super worth talking about. Uh, it is just to know that it is, uh, it is electric month. According to the Pokemon Twitter, it is electric month to, to, to appreciate electric type Pokemon. Uh, I'm just happy because they, they put a gif of Ampharos in the, in the post and I really like Ampharos. So I wanted to mention it just because it's so, it's electric week. So give some, give some love to your favorite electric type Pokemon. And now, uh, the time has come. There is some new stuff <laughs> from the direct. Uh, I suppose this could be called Let's Talk Galar, uh, part, part four. I'll call it, I'll, I'll do Let's Talk Galar part four. Uh, I think there's enough. There's new Pokemon. There's new stuff to talk about. It's not much. It was a pretty small direct. It wasn't a Pokemon direct. It was just kind of nuzzled into a Nintendo direct, but I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's worth talking about. Uh, I think it's worth titling the episode about so uh, we will talk a little bit about unova and pokemon go a little bit later but this is going to be the main uh the main focus of today's episode and and just as a warning this episode might be a little bit shorter than than most um just because there's not really much to talk about uh, i could talk about the new pokemon for a while but i'd like to keep i'd like to keep it maybe short uh this this time just because I, I got a lot going on and i you know don't really have a lot of time but uh, i'll talk about it as much as i can uh so so let's just start off with a new Pokemon, I suppose. Um, that's what I have here in my list, in my notes. Uh, so there is... Uh, we'll talk about Poltegeist first. There's Poltegeist, which is a ghost-type Pokemon, just a ghost-type Pokemon. Honestly, I expected this thing to be uh, Ghost Fairy, because it's, it's you know, it's in a teapot. Uh, that's at least what I expected. Uh, but uh, Poltegeist is the black tea Pokemon. It is... 8 inches tall, 0.9 pounds, and it has the ability weak armor, which is interesting. It makes sense that it has weak armor, but I really like this Pokemon. Uh, I think it's I think it's actually kind of cool thinking back on it that it's a pure ghost type. I just think that Ghost Fairy would have been an even cooler type. Um, so, uh, if you haven't seen Poltegeist, Poltegeist is a little blue, a little purple uh, ghost inside of a teapot. Uh, and it says, Poltegeist's body is made from black tea and is said to have a very distinct aroma and flavor. It will only allow it Traver to it trust to sample its tea. However, drinking too much can lead to indigestion or an upset stomach, so be careful. I like how it's not like it doesn't have like an effect, like a ooh spooky curse. It's just like you might just get indigestion. Uh, many poltergeists make their homes inside hotels and restaurants, disguising themselves and hiding amongst the tableware. They can uh, pour their power into leftover tea and create even more of their kind, so they're often treated as pests. Oh interesting so they reproduce by pouring themselves into more tea <laughs> i like it i really i like poltergeist uh next is cramorant uh who is a flying water type pokemon and it is uh the class it is the gulp pokemon it is 27 and it weighs 39.7 pounds and has the ability gulp missile uh and it says um it uses its ability to pick up a Pokemon while using Surf or Dive and then activates its gulping form. When damaged in its form, it will spit out what's in its mouth. When it comes to food, it will try to swallow anything it can fit in its mouth. Sometimes, it will swallow things that aren't intended prey, spitting them out in a hurry once it realizes its mistake. Cramorant can be forgetful, but it will never forget a trainer it grows to, cru trust. Grows to crust. However, it seems that even trainers will f face fierce attacks from their Cramorant if they try to steal its food. Oof. Um... So, Cramorant's cool. I really like Cramorant. Um, it's, 
I, I like I like that it's a waterfly. It's just like a it's a generic water flying Pokemon like Pelipper or Swanna, but it has a gimmick. I like it. It seems like it's probably going to be the new quote unquote new Pelipper. You know, uh, probably a bulky, maybe bulky. I'm not sure. It seems like it might be pretty bulky. You know, um, just a a water flying type. Water flying type, of course, are a pretty big staple in competitive Pokemon. You know, they're uh, super effective to they're super effective to electric. Um, so they're pretty weak. Uh, sometimes, but most of them have some pretty good, um, you know, some pretty good setups and stuff. Uh, but we're gonna go over uh, Cramorant's new ability, which is uh, Gulp Missile, as I said before. And it says when in its when in its gulping form, it fires its catch at an enemy. Yeah, it's just that. Uh, so gulping, so um, Gulp Missile means that when it uses Surf or Dive, uh, it will catch a fish in its mouth, and then any time it gets hurt, it will shoot that food back at uh at, at the pokemon at you know the, the it's, it's attacker i'm not sure how much damage it does or how good it is but yeah it's that's essentially all it is um i would momentarily like to talk about uh the fact that there's a leaked pokemon question mark um i didn't hear about this until i was doing my research for the episode so like half an hour ago and it seems like there's a um it was, it's revealed as a glitch on the official sites of Pokemon with partial information. Um, and it said, and there, there was a, there was a small little bit of information, uh, that came from it. It's, it seems like a, like, like a, a jumble of a sentence. It's like a, you know, uh, it seems like a cutoff sentence. It just says only that have survived many battles can attain this when this Pokemon ERs, it's just when this Pokemon's ERs, it will retire from combat. Uh, so it, so there's a small pixel sprite of a new Pokemon, and I don't even know. It seems to be holding a sword. Maybe it almost looks like a, it almost looks like a like like a Cubone or a Marowak, but it's holding a sword. Look, go go to Cerebi and look at the new Pokemon. Um, page for Sword and Shield, and you can see what I'm talking about. It's weird. It's interesting. I don't really know um, what it is or why, where it came from. It it has it's a fighting type Pokemon, and it has the ability Steadfast. Is all we know. I don't I don't know. It's it's interesting. That <laughs> uh, we don't really have any more information, so I can't really talk about it all that much. But I think it's. It's cool looking, I, I suppose. I don't really know anything about it, so I, I, I just don't know. Uh, and there is a... I mean, this it, it says that this is a new Pokemon, but I kind of doubt that this is actually a Pokemon and just like an aesthetic choice. Uh, but there's the fish Pokemon that, that Cramorant uh, shoots out during in its coping form. It just looks like a, a fish. It does have some good... De- it, 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 like, it has like some design stuff, so it, may, it might be a new Pokemon. Uh, who knows? We'll see, I suppose. Um, yeah, anyway... Uh, so let's talk about uh, the fact that there's new customization for trainers in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Something we also learned about uh, from the direct. Uh, I'm very excited about that because I always loved the customization in X and Y and Sun and Moon, and I didn't have any doubts that they wouldn't bring it back, or th- I didn't have any doubts that they would bring it back. Uh, and I, I'm not surprised. <gasps> oh, excuse me. <laughs> 
I'm not surprised that they brought it back, but I'm really happy that they did. Uh, and it seems like there's a lot more customization. So it seems like every game they're just adding more and more customization, which I am a huge fan of. I love making my own trainers. I love doing that kind of stuff. It makes me very happy. Uh, and I'm excited to see what kind of stuff they have for hairstyles, clothes, uh, accessories, all that stuff that we saw. I'm super, super excited about everything that we're going to see. Uh, it sounds really, really cool. Uh, so let's talk about Alcremi for a moment. Um, so Alcremi got new information. Um, not new information, new forms revealed that, uh, in the, in the new direct, uh, it, it was revealed that Alcremi can have multiple, uh, m- multiple flavors, quote unquote, and multiple different, um, kind, like forms that it can be found in. Um, if I'm looking at the page right now, it says, um, it's September's Nintendo Direct. It was revealed that Okremi can get multiple different appearances, changing its color as well as its fruit decorations. Over 20 variants have been cataloged, and their flavors with, there are only, there are, they are called flavors with only two names known, vanilla flavor and matcha flavor. Um, so I'm going to go through them really quick. Uh, it seems like they all have the same, there's like a, there's like, just like a, a list of fruit accessories that they have. seems like there's like, um, there's like raspberries, blueberries, flowers, like clovers, and that seems to be it. Um, but there's a bunch of different colors that can be found. There's like a green, there's a green that's tipped with pink. There's like a, like a creamy color. There's a yellow color that's tipped with white. Uh, there's a pink, there's a green. There's a light yellow, and there is a darker yellow with white tips, it seems. Um, that's all I can really see. This is coming from Cerebi, uh, which is really cool and really interesting. I like, um, I, I really like all the, I like how Alcrumi can be found in different forms. It makes sense, and I'm really happy that there's different, custom, you know, quote-unquote customizations uh, with Alcremi. It's probably going to have something to do with uh, the way that Vivalon worked in X and Y, where maybe maybe where it's found. Because on the Pokemon Twitter, um, the t- Pokemon Twitter revealed a bunch of uh, Alcremis um, that were found from different, that, that were reblogged or retweeted from different accounts of Pokemon. And they were all from like the Pokemon um pokemon japanese website or the twitter pokemon uk uh pokemon france pokemon uh italy pokemon germany pokemon spain and that's it (laughs) so far uh, that's all we know those are all the alcremi ones that we have uh pictures of that are coming from certain areas so it seems like they're themed around maybe cakes from different areas uh which is cool I like that. I like the I like the thought that kind of like the Vivalon, uh, where it's found in different patterns based on where it's found. That the Alcremi uh, can be found in different things based on where it's found, or different forms based on where it's found. But also maybe there's a little bit of Easter eggs with uh, the certain cakes that they represent. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe they're randomized. Uh, we don't really know too much. That's all we know is that the the Pokemon. Uh, because it said, like, specifically, like, over in the United Kingdom, Pokemon News UK discovered this Alcremi, and it's, like, a picture of Alcremi, and then it's, like, this Alcremi is found by Pokemon France, this, this one was found by Pokemon Italia, this one's found by Pokemon Germany, you know, so it's, like, um, uh, it seems like 
that the different Alcremi are being found in different countries, which I think is really cool. Uh, and I'm very excited about that. So there is a small uh, thing that I like to talk about, which is called the uh, YCOM that was uh, that was shown in the direct. So it seems like the YCOM is going to be the replacement for the uh, the PSS. I don't remember what the PSS stands for. I just remember it being called the PSS. Um, and it seems like you can um, you can uh, this is this is the kind of thing where you can you know do trades, uh, do battles, do um, raid battles. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it directly off of Serebii just because uh, it, it's easier for me. It says, The YCOM is a successor to the PSS and is the area for connection to other players. This works through local wireless or through the internet. The YCOM can be accessed at any time by pressing the Y button. <laughs> oh, we didn't, I didn't expect that. Uh, this allows you to get into a feed with all connected players. Here, you can organize trades, local battles, and max trade battles. Uh, on the field, you can have YCOM where notifications will pop up. Uh, this shows you if your friends are wanting to battle, trade, or do a max raid battle, and even if shown if they caught a Pokemon. In addition to this, when a player is connected to the YCOM, you can encounter the players in the wild area. When they're there, they will often give you items. So it seems like they're kind of taking the Festival Plaza and the PSS and turning it into one thing. So like seeing the trainers and getting items from them, I think that's cool. You can just find the trainers walking around. I think that's awesome. Um, that's like the closest thing we're going to get to an online MMORPG Pokemon game. <laughs> Hopefully not, but maybe, uh, I think it's cool. Um, but, uh, last but not least, it says in generation six and seven, there was a feature called wonder trade and it makes a return here as surprise trade. Surprise trade lets you put a Pokemon in your box flagged as willing to trade and will automatically send the Pokemon out when you're playing the game and will form you later if there is a trade. Okay, so instead of some Wonder Trade, instead of just like putting out a Pokemon for Wonder Trade, you can just set Pokemon to be to be traded, and then as you're playing the game, they'll just be traded and eventually come back to you. That's really cool. I like that actually. I like that a lot. From uh, I like that a lot. That's it's different from Wonder Trade, uh, and I think it's I think it I, I I'm excited to use that feature. Actually, I'm super super excited. That sounds really really cool. I'm not gonna lie. So last but not least for our journey through the, uh, the new information that we found in, in the Pokemon Direct that just happened is Pokemon Camp. Uh, Pokemon Camp is interesting because it is the replacement to, uh, it's a replacement to Pokemon Ami and Pokemon Refresh uh, that we, that we uh, know of. And uh, I'm going to read through this therapy article. I think it's really cool so far that we've seen. Uh, it says, Pokemon Camp is the spiritual successor to Pokemon Refresh and Pokemon Ami. Here, you can make camp anywhere in the game and play with your Pokemon. Unlike the previous games, you can have all six Pokemon out at once. I actually, wow, I didn't know that. That's really cool. Uh, while they're out, they will interact with each other and you can play with them using various bouncy balls or pokey toys. Um, so... It's like Pokemon and me, but you can have all six of them out at the same time, and they interact with each other. I think that's a vast improvement from Pokemon and me and Pokemon Refresh. I'm really excited to see that. That sounds really, really fun. Uh, like seriously, that sounds awesome. I'm wow, I'm really excited about this. Um, and there's Curry. Uh, in Galar, you'll be able to collect a myriad of different ingredients. These can be used in your creation of curry, a dish well-loved in Galar. By using the ingredients, you can make curry, fan the flames, and then test it. 
Based on the ingredients you use, your Pokemon will get various boosts. These include friendship increase, healing, boosting experience. Boosting experience. <laughs> there are over 100 curry to create in the game, and it's stored in the curry decks. We will provide full details at launch. Um, so yeah, there's a hundred different things that you can make. A hundred different cur curries that you can create. I think that's awesome. Um, and continuing on the last little bit. When in the wild area, you'll often find other players' Pokemon camps. They will, these will appear when you've connected to other players online or locally. There, you can join their camp with one of your Pokemon or play with a Pokemon there as well as cook. So when Pokemon in the wild area, you can just find other people's camps and other people's Pokemon sitting around. That's so cool. Are you kidding me? Like that sound, that's so, that's really cool. I'm super excited about this. Are you kidding me? I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't get that from the, uh, from the, the direct. That sounds really, really cool. Wow. I'm super excited about all this. Uh, Pokemon Camp, that sounds really, really fun. Uh, but yeah, those are the things about Pokemon Camp. And I think that's going to wrap up uh, the news that we have for today. Um, or not the news. Yeah, I guess the news. Uh, the new stuff about uh, about Sword and Shield. There was a little, there was not that much. Um, but I think there's enough to uh, make it a Let's Talk Galar Part 4. Maybe it would be like a half part, but that's not... that. We don't need to make things too complicated. Um, but... Um, yeah, uh, so there's new stuff coming to Sword and Shield. We hope that we can get some new information soon. I'm very, very excited to see what they have in store for us next. Uh, but that uh, transition is going to bring us into our first segment of the day, well, second segment of the day, first of our usual segments of the day, which is Random Pokemon of the Week. Uh, but this, uh, this week's Random Pokemon of the Week, or this episode's Random Pokemon of the Week, sorry, is Baltoy. Um, Baltoy, before I even talk about Baltoy, I just want to say, Baltoy has always been one of my favorite Pokemon, and I don't know why. It's like, it's cool. It used to be one of my favorites. I think it's because, the reason why Baltoy is my favorite is because in Pokemon XD, I believe, I might be botching this, in Pokemon XD, when I played with my cousin when I was a small child, um, you could find Baltoy uh, as one of the shadow Pokemon that you can find and we used it like the way that we played Pokemon XD together is um we would essentially because it's like you uh you could have double battles essentially it was like uh, I would control one Pokemon and he would control the other Pokemon and it was like so we were kind of working together um and Baltoy was one of the Pokemon that I loved using on my team. I really, really like Baltoy because it's a it's it's a cool Pokemon. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, the, Baltoy has a has a strong place in my heart, and I think that's going to come in handy when doing this random Pokemon of the week because I really, really enjoy Baltoy. I think it's a cute Pokemon. I think it's cool. I think it's really interesting, and I'm excited to see uh, excited to see some information about it. Uh, so speaking of Baltoy, is number three hundred and forty three. It is a ground psychic Pokemon introduced in Generation 3. It evolves into Claydol at level 36. Um, and its Japanese name is Yaijalon. Um, Baltoy has the ability Levitate. It is genderless. It's a catch rate of 255. Uh, it is in the mineral egg group. Uh, it is 1 foot 8 inches, which is 0 0.5 meters, and 47.4 pounds, which is 21.5 kilograms. Um, yeah, uh, Baltoy is cool. I really like Baltoy. Um, let's go down to some of the trivia about Baltoy. Um, 
Baltoy, no other Pokemon have the same type combination as Baltoy in its evolution. That's cool. I actually didn't know that. Um, but there's no other ground ground psychic type Pokemon. So something a little unique about this uh, very forgettable Pokemon. Um, despite the fact that Baltoy is a genderless Pokemon, it is male in Pokepark Wii Pikachu's Adventure. Another great game. I'll I will talk an entire episode about Pokepark Wii Pikachu's Adventure and Pokepark Two. Probably I'll probably replay them at some point and talk about them because I love that game. I love those games. Uh, we can talk about that another time, but just know I adore those games and I will certainly be talking about them in another episode because gosh darn great games. Um, and Baltoy has the lowest base attack of all ground type Pokemon. That's sad. I mean, it makes sense because it's a psychic type and it has, you know, it's at a high special attack. Um, <laughs> but it's sad. I mean, it's not a great Pokemon, but you know, for what it's worth, I like Claydol. Um, oh, we can talk about, um, we can talk about some of the information about, uh, spinoff games, which is something that I, I decided that we could do, um, that we could do in the, um, in the, in the last episode with my friends. Um, so, Baltoy, uh, ha- does have some phrases in Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team, uh, and at more than half HP, he says, balance, balance, balance is an important thing. At 26% to 50% HP, he says, um, my HP is about halfway down. <laughs> okay. And and uh, from less than a quarter, he says, I can't take this. I can't maintain balance anymore. Uh, and at level up, he says, there, I leveled up. My balance is in tip-top form too. <laughs> so silly. Uh, I really like the phrases from, from Red red and Blue. Uh, I like how the Pokemon will say different things based on what you what you talk about, uh, you know, what, what health they're at and all that stuff. I think they're, I think it's cute. I like, I like seeing people give, um, give Pokemon, uh, you know, um, personalities. And I think that Red Rescue Team and just Mystery Dungeon in general does, it does like a great thing with that. Uh, and I will be sure to read, um, all of the, the, the phrases from now on, if, if, if they're applicable, if they're from Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team, uh, because it's the only, only game that has those, um, Time, Darkness, and Sky don't, don't do that, and I don't think any of the other ones in the future may, uh, you know, do those types of unique phrases for the Pokemon, which is sad. I, I think it's really nice. Um, so, Baltoy's shiny form has gone through a lot of changes, actually. Um, in Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, it was pretty different. Um, instead of being the normal tan and red, it was a little bit more of like a vibrant tan, like a little bit more of a yellow uh, paired with a, like a, like, it looks like green. I think it's green. I can't tell. It's either green or like gold. Um, for like the, the red markings on, on ball toy. Uh, but, and then a diamond and pearl, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, di- actually diamond and pearl and black and white. Uh, it's pretty much the same thing, except for the fact that the, um, the yellow is much more vibrant. Um, than in than in the normal form, uh, and then of course, in the 3D games, they kind of, you know, they kind of botched a little bit. Um, the vi- the vibrancy of it is a little bit less so, and I mean the color is definitely green. It looks like green. I'm not 100 percent sure. It looks like it's it's hard to tell in the background, which I think isn't that great for a shiny if you can't even tell what color the Pokemon is. Um, but 
a little less vibrant, but it, it's a little bit lighter. It's almost like the tan is lighter instead of being more yellowy and more vibrant than um, than the original, which is nice. Uh, I'm going to say 4 out of 10. It's not very good. <laughs> it, it looks okay. It's, it's you know... No, I'm going to say 3 out of 10. 3 out, yeah. 3 out of 10. Not not very good. Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty, pretty low tier. <laughs> pretty low tier shiny. That's unfortunate. Uh, so, we're going to go into the... Um, oh, excuse me for yawning so much. Uh, we're going to go into the Smogon uh, page for Paul Toy, as we do with every random Pokemon of the week. And Paul Toy, being a first stage Pokemon, is in the Little Cup. Uh, little Cup, if you don't know, is the um the tier for pokemon uh pokemon showdown at least in uh the smogun uh like competitive pokemon release not release the the the, the rule set pretty much is a, is a is a tier for pokemon that are unevolved um you know mainly first stages uh and baltoy is that um so baltoy only has levitate for his ability uh he's in the little cup tier and his hp is 40 his attack and special attack are both 40. I was wrong. Apparently they have the same attack and special attack. I thought that the special attack would be much higher because it's a psychic type, but I guess not. They have the same. What is Claydol's attack and special attack? They're also the same, huh? Okay, uh, that's sad. Um, its defense is 55, its speed is also 55, and its special defense is 70. Uh, so it seems to be more of a tank because its defense and its special defense are the highest. Uh, same with Claydol. Um, special defense, Claydol's special defense is super high. Um, and this is coming from, this is uh, written by Mega Pokey Battlers. Uh, it says, thanks to Bolt Toys typing and levitate, it resists stealth rock and is immune, immune to other entry hazards, allowing it to remove said hazards fairly easy. However, Baltoy's defensive typing does it more harm than good, leaving it weak to several common attacking types such as, such as the omnipresent knockoff. Its weak offensive stats and unhelpful speed tier prevent it from posing a serious threat, and it is un outclassed by Drillbur and Kabuto as a hazard settler and remover. That's sad. Um, so the, the biggest the biggest rule set for Baltoy is a uh, rapid spin, because uh, it, it gets rid of... Uh, you know, it gets rid of the... Um, the entry hazards, like I said, um, and its moves are Rapid Spin, Stealth Rock, Earth Power, and Psychic for some stab damage. Uh, its item is Berry Juice, which of course is very helpful in um, Little Cup because it fully restores a Pokemon's health because Berry Juice, most of the time, because Berry Juice restores 20 HP, and there's not that many level one, level five Pokemon that have more than 20 HP, or you know, uh, close to it at least. More of the fragile Pokemon get like that's like all their health back. Um, and ability to levitate nature is bolt, which is plus defense and minus attack. Level is five and 36 HP EVs, 236 defense EVs, 36 special attack EVs, and 196 special defense EVs. Uh, there's a very small little description on the bottom and I'm going to read it. Normally I don't go super in depth on the, on the description of the Pokemon, but there's, there's not that much in them. I feel like reading it. So it says, um, the goal of this set is to come come in on passive Pokemon and spin away any entry hazards that might be on the field while also setting up its own. However, Baltoy itself is incredibly passive and has a poor matchup against common hazard setters like Ponyard and common hazard, hazard removers such as Snivy and Vullaby. Drillbur and Staryu are both much better choices for a rapid spinner due to their better offensive capabilities 
and lack of dark type weakness. So, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Case end point, uh, it's a pretty, pretty bad Pokemon, but it's cute. I, I have a soft spot for it. You may not, but uh, I quite like it. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's Baltoy. Uh, so we're going to go a little bit, like I said, this episode's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. Uh, we're going to go a little bit into the Generation 5 in Pokemon Go so far. Um, I kind of want to do like a like a beforehand review, which is what we did last episode. And then I want to do like in the middle. And then at the end, I kind of want to do like a... Uh, so this is it, you know, that that's, that happened. And I want to do this for every upcoming upcoming generation in Pokemon Go. Um, so, Gen 5. The Unova region has been released. Uh, I actually totally forgot that it was being released yesterday. Uh, or two days ago, I mean. Uh, yeah, two days ago now. Uh, it is actually Wednesday for me because I'm recording this pretty late at night. But the 16th, uh, on Monday, it came out. Uh, Unova came out in Pokemon Go then. Um, that was on... Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was Monday. Uh, I'm mixing up my days because it's so late at night. Uh, but yeah, it was Monday when she came out, so only two days ago, uh, as I'm recording, or a day ago, really, as I'm recording this episode. But I have had a chance uh, to catch a few Pokemon. Uh, let me open up my my Pokedex and see what Pokemon I have actually caught. And um, I've I've seen quite a lot of them around. Um, obviously, like on the first day when I was in class, they were just filled to the brim with like the 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 nearby Pokemon were just filled to the brim with uh, with Unova Pokemon. So I have so you're gonna hear some Pokemon Go sounds. Um, I have so I have caught in so far um, a few Lily Pups, uh, enough Lily Pups to evolve it, uh, one of my Lily Pups into a Herdier, and uh, enough Patrat or Patrat. I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. Patrat, Patrat. Who cares? I say Patrat. Uh, enough Patrats to evolve it into um, a Watchog. Which is nice. I like Watchog. It's cool. Uh, and I also caught a P-Dove and a Purloin. Um, some of you guys who are super, super, uh, you know, adamant about playing Pokemon Go might have already gotten a Stoutland or a um, Unpheasant or a, um, a Leopard. I couldn't remember the name of Purloin's evolution. Leopard. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> or caught any other Pokemon. Um, I haven't gotten any of the starters yet. I know that they've been appearing because one of my friends got it. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen any of them uh, yet. I hope to soon because I really want to catch some of the starters. Obviously, I want to catch all the starters. Uh, you know, if worse comes to worse and I don't catch it, there'll be community days for them eventually. Uh, so I'm not too worried about it. But uh, yeah, it's it's going cool so far. I like it. I like uh, I, I like how this generation's going so far. I like I always like how they started kind of slow, introducing them one by one. You know, in waves almost where they introduce. Um, you know, they introduce like the first few Pokemon, uh, maybe a few extras, maybe a few secret ones. Uh, and then they go back and they add, you know, some of the later ones, they add maybe some legendaries and the raids, and then they eventually add all of them. Uh, they kind of did the same thing with Sinnoh where they added like the first few and then they added some, uh, some later Pokemon. And then it took them a little bit, a little while to introduce like Glaceon, Leafeon, um, you know, Rhyperior, some of the later ones. Some of, like, the more obscure evolutions for Sinnoh. Uh, and also some of the legendaries and stuff. Uh, I assume that we'll probably be getting um, a, like, a research task or special research thing for the mythical in uh, in Generation f uh, 4, which is Manaphy? Shaman, maybe? I don't know. Probably Manaphy, I would guess. Maybe they'll be able to do a special one where you get Manaphy and Fiona. That'd be cool. 
uh, because we I I still haven't gotten the um, the Jirachi one done yet, but I did do the Mew and the Celebi one, uh, so that'd be cool. They still have a lot of uh, Sinnoh Pokemon to, to, to dish out. You know, there's Darkrai, Cresselia. Cresselia has already been it. Uh, I don't think Darkrai has been available yet. There's Arceus. Of I don't know how they're going to do Arceus. Um, there's Meloetta. There's not Meloetta. Meloetta is in Gen Five. What am I thinking? Uh, there's Heatran. Uh, there's Regigigas. Not really sure how they're going to do any of those Pokemon. I assume they're probably going to do some of the Regis, or they did the Regis in the special in the the Research Breakthrough. Maybe they'll also do Regi uh, Regigigas in Research Breakthrough. Uh, anyway, this is we're supposed to be talking about Gen Five. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with Gen Five. I'm excited to see th- these new Pokemon appear. I love Gen Five. Um, I'm excited to see them do. I assume you know Reshiram, Zekrom, and Curum raids, Genesect raids, maybe. Um, I'm trying to think of the Pokemon off the top of my head. Uh, they'll probably do the special research tasks for. Um, the Musketeers, Verizian, Terrakian, and Cobalion, uh, and also probably for Thunderous, Landorus, and Tornadus, now come to think of it. Uh, and they'll probably do... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Keldeo will probably be a raid. Genesect will probably be a raid. Meloetta will probably be uh, the Mythical. Oh, no, you know what? They'll definitely do Victini. Maybe. It could either be Meloetta or Victini. Meloetta is less of a Mythical Pokemon, I would say. I would say Meloetta is kind of a Legendary on their own. Um, but I think, I think, yeah, they'll, no, they'll definitely do Victini, uh, for the, for the mythical. Victini is the mythical of Generation 5. Uh, I would be surprised if they didn't do the special research task for, uh, for Victini. And they chose Meloetta. But Meloetta might, you know, maybe, maybe they'll do a special one for Meloetta, considering Gen, Gen 5 kind of has two quote-unquote mythical Pokemon. Uh, same with Gen 4. Like, uh, Gen 4 has, like, you know, Shaman is considered a mythical it's more of a legendary than a mythical. I think Jirachi is the mythical. Uh, like the, you know, like small psychic type mythical Pokemon. Um, you know, are all the, are all the mythical Pokemon psychic type? Muse is psychic type. Celebi psychic. Jirachi psychic. Victini is psychic. Huh. I guess they are, huh? <laughs> all of the, uh, the small mythical Pokemon are all psychic type. I didn't know that. Manaphy, um, Manaphy not really, actually. Is Manaphy psychic? I don't think Manaphy's psychic. I'm gonna look this up. Manaphy is not. Manaphy's just water. It is a mythical Pokemon. What is considered a mythical Pokemon, actually? Meloetta is considered mythical. Um, so is Darkrai and Shaman. And Arceus? Arceus is a is a mythical? I guess so. Maybe, I don't know. They, they could either do it for Manaphy and Fionn or Shaman. Probably Manaphy and Fionn, if I had to guess. Uh, and for Gen 5, uh, Keldeo is, all, is considered a, a mythical. Um, but I think it'll either be Victini, and if not Victini, which would be very surprising, I think um, that it would be Meloetta. Gen 6, maybe we can look into the future a little bit and look into Gen 6. Probably Hoopa. Maybe, no, maybe Diancie. Either Hoopa or Diancie. There's only three. Uh, Diancie, Hoopa, and Volcanion. Um, you know. Uh, and then for Gen 7, uh, probably Marshadow. Or Magearna. I doubt it'll be Zeraora, but I think that Magearna... Magearna I think Marshadow has the biggest chance, and Magearna has, the, has a pretty good chance, too. Um, Magearna's kind of... Well, what is the deal with Magearna? 
I don't know. What we can talk about Megaren another day. I'm I'm getting way off topic. Uh, so yeah, Generation Five and Pokemon Go. I'm just excited. I'm excited to see the new Pokemon coming. I'm excited to see how they go about adding certain Pokemon. Uh, we've seen some some interesting things. Uh, you know, we got Latios and Latios from raids, and also the research breakthroughs. We got a special research task for um jirachi recently i don't know how they're gonna go through with it with gen 4 and i'm also excited to see how they go through a gen 5 uh so yeah gen 5 is going on for the rest of time <laughs> it's 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 the end of like the the like the, the the reward uh for the for the, the things that that uh, professor willow set for us but i i you know it's like it's like the end event but i assume it's just going to be going until whenever i doubt they're just going to not have gen 5 pokemon stop spawning um and mewtwo raids though are coming or they are here i ha i need a mewtwo raid so bad uh, unfortunately i didn't get a uh a kangaskhan during the alolan egg hatching the the, the the you know the the restricted the region restricted pokemon uh, I got so many Farfetch'd and so many Tauros and so many Mr. Mime. I didn't get a single gosh darn Kangaskhan. The one Pokemon that I need for my Pokedex. For my Kanto Pokedex, I need a Kangaskhan and a Mewtwo. I had my chance to get a Kangaskhan. I flubbed it. I didn't get lucky. And then I'm hoping to get Mewtwo because Mewtwo is one of a kind. There was Mewtwo raids a long time ago, and then they brought him back for a little bit, and then they he never came back, and now he's coming back, and I need my Mewtwo. I missed my chance every time, and I need this Mewtwo. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm excited about the, the future for Pokemon Go. I really, really am. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming. There's a lot of stuff that's here already. We got a sneak peek of a few things. I'm very excited about Generation 5. I hope you are too, and uh, as Generation 5 gets more more and more uh, released i will uh, talk a little bit more about um about gen 5 and some of the pokemon that are, that are added uh but anyway we're going to move into the last segment of today and the last thing we're going to talk about for today which is move tutor uh everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every episode um and this episode is number 47 out of 742 moves we got number 47 which is sing uh sing is a non-damaging normal type move introduced in generation one sing of course is the iconic jigglypuff move uh in the anime in smash it's it's sing everybody knows sing if you know pokemon you know sing uh sing is the the go-to well maybe not go-to it's the most famous maybe infamous um putting to sleep move maybe outside of uh, hypnosis uh but sing is uh has a pp of 15 it is an accuracy of 55%. Yikes, that is trash. Mostly why it's so bad. Um, in the Generation 1 games, uh, Sing can affect a target behind a substitute. And that's it. That is That was a, that was a glitch, if I remember correctly. If I remember, like, uh, because it says in the handheld games only, so they fixed it in Pokemon Stadium, showing that it was, you know, it was a... Uh, it was not something that they wanted. Uh, in a Generation 2... Um, it could hit a substitute. It, didn't, it no longer affected a target behind a substitute. In Generation 3 to 5, Pokemon with Insomnia, Vital Spirit, or Soundproof as their ability is unaffected by Sing. Uh, Sing can also be used as a part of a Pokemon contest combination, causing Perish Song and Refresh to have their base appeal bonus doubled if used in the next turn. That's cool. 
uh, and in Generation 6 onwards, Sing can once again affect target behind a substitute. Wow, I didn't know they brought that back. Pokemon under the effect of Sweet Veil are unaffected by Sing. Sing can be used as a contest spectacular combination, certain, causing certain moves, Dream Eater, Hex, Nightmare, and Wake Up Slab to give extra three appeal points in the next turn. Uh, if powered up by Normilium Z into Z Sing, the user speed stat is raised by one stage. Um, and it says here, uh, you know, in the Smash Bros. series, Sing is Jigglypuff's up special. They put all ground move, ground all ground bound users near Jigglypuff to sleep, and does not affect players in the air. The more damage the opponent has taken, the longer they sleep. Uh, so yeah, let's see if there's any trivia about Sing. In Pokemon Yellow, there is a trainer in the Pewter City whose Jigglypuff puts the player's Pikachu to sleep after singing. Although the Pikachu's player will not follow them until it is talked to or until the player exits the Pokemon Center, Pikachu will not be inflicted with the sleep status at any point. Uh, all sound-based moves were not flagged as such until Generation 3. Sing's move index number falls near the Generation 1 sound-based moves Growl, Roar, and Supersonic, which makes sense because, uh, you know, uh, soundproof... Sound, uh, Generation 3 was the first time where uh, sound, you know, sound, quote-unquote sound moves actually had, you know, had something that they needed to do, uh, like, you know, because of, because uh, soundproof and some of the other abilities that affect, that are affected by quote-unquote sound, um, which is a vague term, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, of course, they had to reclassify it as a, um, as a quote-unquote sound move, so it wouldn't, uh, you know, it wouldn't be affected by that. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was Sing, and that was episode 14. <laughs> uh, I hope you all enjoyed listening, and uh, this has been Lily. You can follow me on my Twitter, at Lyceon. You can follow me on Twitch, where I stream games, at uh, Twitter, twitch.com, twitch.tv slash Lilyseon. And you can follow my YouTube, where I upload videos of those streams, at youtube.com slash Lilyseon. Uh, so I hope you all have a great day and thank you all so much for listening in. Uh, see you next time. Bye.